I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Everyone, welcome back. We're the Rebel Crows with your host, Adina Silver. Hi, I'm Anya River. Tonight we are talking all about amour and love magic, the art of using herbs and different items to make that person come to you or stay with you, depending on what you're up to. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about like the historical um, traditions that were known for using these different magics to make their dreams come true with that special somebody. It's gonna be a good one, right on you. <laughs> oh yeah, perfect for um, the upcoming Valentine's Day season. Definitely. So hopefully, so hopefully you stick with us, we'll be right back. supplies uh like animal dung and whoa. stuff like that in their magical workings <laughs> whoa really yeah oh yeah it was actually um out, i think it was crocodile dung was even used as um like a spermicide like you know so you didn't get pregnant oh god thank god we live in modern times <laughs> oh totally agree with you there Sometimes uh, I'm jealous of ancient, you know, civilizations, but that's not, not that part. <laughs> apparently it worked, but I still like, I don't know about that one. I'm good. I'll try something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, they were known, the ancients were really, they loved love magic, especially like the Romans and the Greeks. Mm-hmm. They were all about love charms and talismans and potions and, you know, all different spell work that, you know, from ranging from folk spells to even like professional um, conjurers and wise women and herbalists were making these charms. And a lot of them are making quite a bit of money off it. So yeah. it became its own industry at some point. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 what's interesting to me about it is that you see that it's still the same today, right? Oh, definitely. Like, like love is such a popular topic to go into even when you're doing tarot readings. You know, everybody wants to know about their relationships. It's, you know, this is human archetype behavior. You know, this is something that, this is what we're wired for. Yeah. More than anything and, else. 
and it's something that it, it it goes through all the different traditions you know you might be in the middle of the desert and want love and the same thing as a person in the middle of a city you know so it's it's timeless um love spells were really popular and really got their commercialization in the medieval times and the renaissance times mm -hmm. um there were there were people that were like wholesaling their remedies um being stocked in different markets and things of that nature it was a little bit more commercialized than it was with you know the old wild wise woman at the edge of the village you know who, mm -hmm. who could hook you up a quick spell you know it it, it went from being a folk practice to something that was more widespread and more commercialized. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Nowadays, love magic is extremely commercialized. You see it yeah. all over the place, um, especially in places like New Orleans and Salem. Mm -hmm. um, you in the United States, for any of our listeners who are outside the United States, we're talking about the US. Um, and you see it a lot in um, many of the African traditional religions, they they have some of the most powerful love spells that I've come across. Mm -hmm. um, you see them like in Santeria and um, some of the different conjure traditions have like really, you know, developed love spells using different herbs, different methods, different candles, um, mm -hmm. like puppets and doll representations of people, they're writing all these uh using photos writing all these petitions and using them in such a way to develop the outcome that they're trying to attract yeah. so it's it's a lot of power there i get a little bit nervous with love spells um why uh well there's the argument of free will comes up yeah. There are certain types of love spells I will not do because of free will. I'm not going to try to make somebody love me. I would, yeah. if they don't want to be happy with me, I would rather them be happy with someone else who makes them happy. You know, right. I'm not going to try to force somebody to want me. Now, when you do try to do that kind of magic, though, you could get stuck in a bad situation. You could get stuck in a marriage that you're trying to save and wind up getting stuck hating each other with no way out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very easy to cross energies when working with love magic. I always say to beginners, try something else, try manifesting money, try cleansing magic, try protection, leave love for the professionals. Cause right. there's so much that can go wrong and it can impact you greatly. Right. Oh, you're talking a lot from the perspective of like, if you're, if you're seeking, to bring a person, a specific person to you. But there's other, there's other realms of this, um, this whole topic in general. Of course, you know, like, like there's like glamour magic, you know, making yourself look a little extra, you know, lifted, <laughs> nipped and tucked and cute. I'm all about glamour magic, you know, <laughs> do your thing. That's not hurting anybody, <laughs> you know? Um, well, yeah, no, I, no, I totally get that. But I meant more along the lines of like, um, you know, there's, there's probably ways that you can do love magic on yourself, maybe so that you oh, can yeah. attract the right person, you know, well, instead of being like, I need this specific person. Well, when you're, you've got to be careful with trying to do spell work for that as well. Mm -hmm. 
because okay. it's typically there's a change that needs to occur within you. Now yeah. you need to be doing some kind of like either shadow work or um, deep spiritual work or, you know, meditation work to, to try to find the core essence of yourself and doing repair work there. Um, right. Soul retrieval, stuff of that nature. Um, a spell, yes, it might support that healing if you're asking for healing or light forward, you know, or illumination or whatever you're asking for. But to ask for love specifically, um, it's a little tricky because it depends on your perspective and what exactly you're asking for, because it might not be something that can be manifested through a candle, you know, for instance. It might be something that needs to be manifested on a much deeper soul level. Which I is get why love magic is crazy. It's a yeah. lot of crazy energies. <laughs> it's almost like, like you need a prescription because the yes. reasons why if you're, if you're unhappy, either in a situation or you're unhappy because you're alone, um, the reasons could be infinitesimal. Like there's as many reasons why as there are people on the planet. So, you know, it really has to be tailored to like your specific, you know, whatever it is that you feel is lacking within you has to sort of be remedied in order to, you know, move forward. Like, it's like the vibration that you're putting out, right? Like, like you need to have your vibration. Like if you want to attract like the right person or, or, you know, whatever, you have to be that vibration. Yeah. I would say for, um, if you were to do some sort of love magic, if you were to write a petition to just attract love in your life, not trying to specify where or how, just, I need love. Let, let me attract it into the areas that it needs to be in. That is, that can be very transformational and very powerful because you're not trying to put any kind of force in any particular area. So it is free to manifest however it manifests. And a lot of times you'll find beautiful things come to you when you do that. It's just the control aspect of love magic is needs to be, you know, kind of reined in. Now you see it a lot with magic, love magic specifically from like the Edwardian and Victorian era. There were a lot of spells that came out and in different grimoires and spell books in of that time of how to keep your man at home, you know, how to make sure Mm -hmm. he never want, he never leaves you, you know, things Mm -hmm. of that nature. And A, most of them don't work. Um, B, the ones that do work can actually derail you and mess you up in other ways if they're not done correctly. Right. And and it does go back to that issue of free will. Yeah. You know? Because and, we we need to respect that in our in you know other people. Yeah, and you can find yourself in a really shitty situation if you're not careful. You know, mm-hmm. if. I would say if you're having an abusive relationship, don't try to save it with, with love magic. It's not going to, it's not a good situation. There needs to be a deeper change that occurs. Like that person seeks help or you decide to leave the situation. You know, if you're having, if you're faced with, you know, the cliff decision, do I stay or do I leave? Then do some magic to help you leave and in a graceful manner to where, you know, you're finding freedom. You're not finding, you know, poverty. Yeah. Or ask for clarity. 
Yep. And stability situation, self-love. Yeah. (laughs) Because it all starts within you, you know, it does. And you know, it's just people think of love magic in such a narrow view when it can even be friendship magic, you know, doing a, a working to make your friend happy or to let them feel supported or listened to, you know, um, it can be used in so many different ways. That's an interesting point though, too, because I was just thinking of, you know, if you are in a relationship using love magic to make yourself a better partner or, you know, more giving to your partner or something like that, I think would be like excellent. You know, it's, it's just so, it's just, there's so much to it. There's so many layers to it. You know, but there's really... so many different types of love, you know, like love is yeah. not just in the romantic sense. I mean, there's people that fall in love with, with objects. There's people that fall in love with, um, parts of themselves, you know, mm-hmm. or even themselves as a whole, right. it, it's, it's acceptance. It's, it's, it is love. It's just, it's diff- it, the d- definition changes. So then the magic mm-hmm. changes, you know, right. Um, I think we need to be careful with the love magic because it all starts with us. Even just by going, I love you. You know, I love you. You may not be in my life anymore, but I love you anyway. That's a form of love magic. That's one of the most powerful forms of love magic. It's just Mm -hmm. loving, you know, just showing love, showing kindness, being accepting to other people. You know, that's the basis of love magic. You know, it's, it's not about, drawing that person to you, trying to find your soulmate, trying to find your twin flame, all of these, you know, words and phrases we that get buzzed around us all the time. Um, it's deeper than that. It's a love connection. It's going, I'm connected to everything and everyone around me. I wish them well. And when they wish, when I wish them well, they wish me well too. And it's a continuous cycle. Yeah. You know? And that's really about changing your vibration. Exactly. So- when you were talking about that, I just remembered this beautiful practice called Song Len, where you're utilizing your heart energy and wishing, you know, various people all the things that, you know, all beautiful things in their lives. And yeah. you go to yourself and you go to someone that, you know, you love and then you go to someone that you don't like so much. And it's just like this energy expanding heart expanding practice that you can use to help increase that that vibration, you know, that, that beautiful love vibration to an unconditional kind of a thing. Yeah. Hugging people too. That is a self-contained love spell. That's portable. Mm -hmm. You can bring your arms with you everywhere you go. (laughs) We do, don't we? (laughs) Um, Even hugging trees. I know it sounds crazy, but hugging trees, it's that heart connection that needs to get supplemented with extra energy. Either we're giving it or we're receiving it. But mm-hmm. that's a, that is a sense of love magic in itself. It's just saying, I need to ground my energies in some, in some area in some way, or I need to help support somebody else. So by giving them a hug, by wrapping your arms around them and holding them close to your heart, especially a heart-to-heart hug, you are helping them vibrate on that same loving vibration, which can then help them either, you know, get over grief or heal in some way, maybe find some closure, maybe just feel supported, you know? Yeah. It has many different effects. It's really the intention that you put into it 
is for that person to have some part of a good experience. I don't know if you can really, I, if you can feel it too. Like I feel it, especially when I hug my kids, like I feel yeah. the energy. It's really good. It's really, I feel really it good. when I smell my kid's head for whatever reason. It's like their scent makes me feel that love feeling, you know. <laughs> does it light up your heart chakra? Or yes. is it just like, okay. It does. It does. And also my third eye chakra for whatever reason. Um, hmm. There's times where I smell them and I get flashes of like other parts of our life together. Yeah. Right. Um, or I can tell if they're worried and stuff like that. But it's that mother-child connection, mm-hmm. you know, and which is a form of love. Yeah, I would say right. probably one of the strongest forms of love is the mother-child bond. I agree. <laughs> you know, even when they're bad and they don't want to listen and they're acting crazy and tearing up your house, you still love them. <laughs> want to protect them. The- they're like the only ones you can get so deep into my heart space, like my heart chakra, you know, yeah. like, like it's so easy for them. And, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It so those are good. Those are good ways to use love magic, but it's like more general and you're more doing it with yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do have, um, I don't know if you had more, I did, I do have like, um, a tonic, like a tonic for yourself. Cause I worked Yeah, with, definitely love to share that with us. I worked with Venus for a year and it was really beautiful. So Venus, the deity, Venus, the planet, planetary magic, you know, planetary magic is really cool. <laughs> it's got the archetypes, but cool. Venus is just, um, you know, she, she rules over beauty and fertility and, you know, it's also, can be very glamour magic, which is great. You know, love magic, just an overall, like I said, overall tonic, like it's almost like an adaptogenic kind of relationship where like she kind of fills in the spots that you need filled in. Um, And so I just set up an altar to her and I had her, her retrograde pattern, which is like a Lotus kind of a, like if you look at it Mm -hmm. from a 2D perspective, it's like a Lotus which is beautiful. Um, and really, so really uh, I worked with her for a year. And so every Friday, that's her day, I would go and give her some offerings and she likes really fine things. So, you know, rose quartz, green jade, um, jewelry, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, roses, candles, green, green and white candles. And I really feel like there was just such a you know, peace that was brought to my home during that time, you know, like yeah. such a, such a peace and a calm and it's just very gentle, you know, it's like gentle waves, <laughs> like gentle waves, you know, and, and that's really what we needed. And, and I'm so grateful for that year. You know, she's yeah. wonderful, wonderful there, to me. Talking on the darker side of love magic, there is even a subsection of love magic that's geared towards hexing. Really? Oh, yeah. Hexing your partner? lovers and, you know, stealing other people's man, some real home-wrecking shit. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So you mean like, it could be like hexing the other person or hexing someone who wronged you, but like you want them back? You want them back and you're hexing them? There's people who do that too. 
you know, yeah. there are some, there are some witches that will um, send a hex to a woman, you know, who, who they're in love with their, that woman's man and break up their marriage and their relationship and send that woman on her way and come swoop in and attract yeah. that man. You know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, some of these stories, like it, you hear them, you know, some of these old witch stories that get handed and passed around and you're like, <laughs> good God. Um, <laughs> people were cutthroat back in the day you know back um, in the day i feel like this is a story that people do now <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but it this has been going on for a really long time you know yeah. like ancient you know long time right. and it's just it's it's crazy that that you can bridge those two types of magics together and turn it into something very scary and dangerous you know not to yeah. mention love magic can be scared to begin with, but when you mix hexing and cursing in there and banishing people, and it's a lot. Then I, I would take a step back and consider what you're doing. Oh yeah, I would just say it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. Go find somebody else who makes you happy. You know, yeah. and and above all, be happy with yourself. You got it. All starts with you. You know, you've got to build yourself up and come to terms with who you are in all facets of yourself and love yourself before you're ever gonna attract anybody who's worth a damn, you know, into your life. Because if you're not feeling good about yourself, nine times out of 10, you're gonna attract either a predator who feeds on weak, vulnerable people or somebody who's equally or more damaged than you. Yeah. Or more out of sync than you are. You know, I would yourself. add in nar I would add in narcissists, but that's kind of under predator. But <laughs> yeah, they're predators. Um, no, but you got to take care of you, which is why self care, love, magic is some of the most potent magic out there because we always got to take care of our home base. You know, they, you know, all those Christians in the Bible will say, you know, your body's a temple. They're not wrong about that. Your body is the temple. It, this mm -hmm. is the temple of the divine. You know, it all starts within you. As as above, so below. As within, so without. It's the same principle. You know, you've got to take care of how you feel because once you control and fix and mend and heal all of what's you, you can change and affect the world around you much easier you know, much with ease and grace and it works, you know, and it flows. Yep. So that's manifesting. That's good. Yeah. It, you know, love magic kind of hits on a bunch of different areas, but and it depends on which tradition you're practicing. But like I said, if you are a beginner, if you are a little baby witch, please don't mess around with this stuff straight out the gate. I know it sounds like it would be, you know, oh, it's easy, it's love. It's not has a dark side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just do yourself the favor, you know, get some other skills under your belt, especially protection magic before you start dabbling in some of these other more advanced styles of magic. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, what do they say? Like, uh, let us make the mistakes so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've made uh, the mistakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to. 
Um, but I would say out of out of all the type of love magic, glamour magic, some of my favorite. Yeah, that's um, my favorite. Like to... I'm sorry, ahead, my favorite say. is to I make this five dollar dress that I bought. Every time I wear it, I put a a, a like um what do they call it? Uh like a glamour spell on the dress itself. Mm -hmm. And so every time I wear that dress, I am not kidding. When I say I complimented on it, people ask me where I bought it. They're like, what designer is that? And I'm like, whoever makes Walmart clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tell them that? <laughs> uh, sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I got it at Nordstrom's. You know, <laughs> uh, other people I'm like, this is a Walmart clearance rack item. <laughs> yeah. You know, no shame in it. It's just, you know, I use it. I use the glamour magic to make my, you know, more affordable clothes look more expensive, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Hey, if you're a witch and you've got time on your hands, you got to just fill your day with spell work. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's another thing that I do with Venus too. Like I sort of dedicate my getting ready ritual to her. Yeah. You know, cause she does, she, she works with glamour magic too. So it's very nice. Like you can even enchant your makeup, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I yeah. like doing spiritual baths. Those are mm -hmm. one of my favorite. Um, I actually recently um, did a video about this on my TikTok, but I haven't posted yet. So you guys got to check it out. Um, I did. I never, I didn't really advertise this to most people, but the night before I met my husband, I actually did you know, a quasi glamour bath with a friend of mine. She had mm -hmm. bought this bath stuff that was like, you know, like pretty girl, make yourself look cute kind of, you know, label on it. Um, mm -hmm. And we just, you know, it was bath salt. So I didn't really think much of it. And I met, wound up meeting my husband that night. Really? So, That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there you go. It's, it's funny. I, you know, I, I was thinking, I was doing this episode and I remembered it. We've been together a long time, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh yeah, remember the bath salts? I forgot about that. That's great, <laughs> it had, does like, work. It had like rose petals in it and it was pink. Yeah. And it smelled like really strong. Like it was one of those things, like some of those bath products, you can't pinpoint what you're smelling, but yeah, you know, it's like fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's fragrance yes yes you're like it smells I just don't know what that smell is because <laughs> it's so much in there yeah it's like it's like, it, like of... you could tell by like the consistency there probably was a lot of like essential oils or something in there mm. and um you know I just took a quick bath you know came out got ready went out and happened to meet the love of my life but don't tell him um <laughs> And, oh, you're you know, funny. Now we're together and it worked out. Yeah, so, long time, over a definitely. decade. But I was ready for love when I did that, when I took that bath. I was ready to find somebody. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know who I wanted. I didn't really know what I was looking for. I was just open and I knew that I was ready to find somebody who appreciated me. Yeah. And most of all that I remember from that night is I was not really there for anybody but me. Mm -hmm. I was going out to have fun with my friends because I didn't really have a lot of fun before that. I was kind of in a bad relationship. And um, it just, I went, I wanted to look good. I wanted to have fun and I did it for me. And just with that intention in mind, that's when I met 
the person I was supposed to be with is because mm-hmm. I had finally stepped into me, you know, and owning up to whatever that meant, you know, it was a very, um, confusing part of my life, but, um, I credit yeah. this glamour magic to helping me get on the road to love. So there's something in it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love glamour magic so much. It's such a fun magic. It is. You know, like it's not even about like necessarily meeting the person or whatever, you know, it's just, it's just that so much about intent, you and, you know, no, exactly, exactly. You know, and there's something to be said too for the idea of finding the person like once you've let go. You know, I really like that about your story. I mean, I know you, you didn't use those exact words, but it's almost like just letting go of everything and just yeah. being complete with yourself. A lot of people say they found they found the one that way, you know, by like genuinely letting go. It's not something that you can fake or try to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, and it's funny, you always thing. realize you do it after the fact. Yes, it's exactly. never in that moment. It's always when you look back at it, you're like, oh yeah, I was really <laughs> carefree. <laughs> yeah, how could but, you know in the moment, right? Right, how could no, you? I, I agree. Okay. Well, anyway, guys, we hope you enjoyed this funny episode talking about love magic, glamour magic, friendship magic, and when it goes bad. Um, If anybody is interested in having a reading, I am Athena Silver, professional psychic media. If you want to have a reading with me, my website is readingswithathenasilver.com. And my Instagram is athena.silver. And my TikTok is athena underscore silver. How do they get a hold of you, Anya? Yeah, so um, I'm a certified hypnotherapist and a tarot reader, and you can reach me at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R, on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Now, uh, check back. We drop an episode every Thursday on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms. Um, If you guys have an episode suggestion or topic you want to hear, why don't you comment it? on this episode and we will do an episode for you guys. Anyway, have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, bye. bye.